Adventures of a Ginger and a Blonde contains graphic and mature content that may not be suitable for squares, judgmental Judies, and young children. Listener discretion is advised. Hello! Uh, Welcome to another episode of Adventures of a Ginger and a Blonde. Today, this episode is called Reasons Why Our Parents Probably Lied to Us. Childhood Memories. Could it be because we weren't the brightest bulbs? Or we were unkind and hard to deal with. Mm, No. (laughs) Possibly. Don't ask Angie and Larry that question. (laughs) But after last week and discussing all the lies our parents told us... Which was a lot. (laughs) Apparently a lot of you could relate. It sparked a lot of funny childhood memories that we wanted to share. Yeah, and we thought, what better than to share with all of you and hear from some of you guys with your funny childhood memories. Yeah. I I love a good childhood story. Oh, man, there's so many good ones. I know. And it's one of those things where it's like, is it funny for other people or is it funny just because... We were there. Yeah. So I, I don't know your story last week about <clears throat> remembering your training when the motorcyclist <laughs> well, came to your house. That I didn't need to be there. That was hilarious. Well, that was real. I wish that wasn't. I wish that was a made-up story. <laughs> I could listen to that story every day for the rest <laughs> of my life. I think. Oh man. Well, as you guys know from last week, I lived a fairly sheltered life um, with my helicopter mother. Love you. Um, but so I also grew up on. Like, I don't want to call it a farm, but kind of. I mean, it was nowhere. Yeah. A lot of land. A lot of land. People hunted. People shot guns. Not necessarily you guys. Not my people. Because my mom was a uh, scare tactic (laughs) person. And I remember my dad, I don't think my dad actually had guns. We were not the, the hunting kind of family, but he had a BB gun that he'd occasionally have to use. On a jackrabbit. On a raccoon that got into the barn or something. <laughs> and I swear to God. Maybe a cat or two. It would be all the way out in the the barn that was like hundreds of feet away from the house. Mm-hmm. My dad would be like, I got to take care of it. Go outside. The gun didn't even live inside because my mom was that psycho. And my mom would make all of us hit the deck <laughs> as if lay on our stomachs <laughs> on the floor if a gun of any kind came out. Anytime your dad shot the BB gun, you had to hit the deck? Anytime anyone even talked about guns or we heard a gunshot in the field <laughs> or it was opening day of deer season, my mom, that, that's another lie. Just that every gun, even like paintball guns, I feel like she was so nervous about. Or that every time someone has a gun, that like they're not safe with it. Exactly. That you will die. <laughs> it's it's probably why you and I both got teary-eyed when we went to our One CWP class. 100%. I still have, like, stress from any kind of gun. Like, anytime Ed has his gun out, I'm like, are you crazy or something? <laughs> what are you going to do with that? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, guns. Very scary. Very in my In my family. Well, I never had... Guns was never an issue. Well... <laughs> We, we didn't favor guns at mm-hmm. my house, but that was never something that my parents really, like, taught us to fear. We just didn't well, have them. because it's not exactly a logic fear. 
So <laughs> one thing I feel like maybe my parents, I don't know, didn't teach me. They didn't even lie to me about it was like pool safety. Oh my gosh. So as growing up, we had a pool in our backyard, which most people think is really exciting. I personally am not interested in having a pool now as an adult because it was just always a source of, I don't know what the word, it's not stress, but I just hated cleaning the pool. It was like chores. Yes. We always had to clean the pool. Because you were busy peeing in it, (laughs) Jesse. That's not why we had to clean it. The chlorine took care of that, Ashley. Uh, I was thinking it was because my mom had these bushes that, like, they would flower um, at, I don't know, various times of the year. And they gave off, like, hundreds of these tiny little pink petals. Oh, no. Anyway, I'm getting off topic, but we had to skim the pool all the time. Anyway, the pool, big stress. I didn't want the pool, but no. my parents... I don't remember them. My dad's probably going to correct me, but I don't remember um, them talking to me about pool safety and like, you need to tell somebody before you go swimming or you need to have a grown up out there when you go swimming. So one day... Our parents I, were opposites then. <laughs> so one day I decided I'm going to go swimming. <laughs> and my brother, being five years younger, had like toddler type toys out there and one of, one of them was like a a flotation device that you put your legs down in so you set in it kind of like a giant diaper kind of like a little kid yeah yeah a little kid thing maybe it looked like a boat and (laughs) i and i decided well i'm gonna get in that thing so i put my sucker is made for me so i put my much larger child self in it (laughs) and i'm out there floating by myself well it somehow i don't know what i was rocking the boat i tumped myself over and because I was not made oh to be in it, God. I couldn't get myself out. I was too oh, big for Jessie, it. Oh, this is scary. The legs were stuck, but I was upside down. So I just imagine that if you saw me in the pool oh with two little legs poking out of the water, my head underneath, I thought, this is the end of my life. I'm going to die here. Well, you could have. But no one knew where I was. Oh, no. I actually use this, I actually use this story. Uh, at school when I teach kids about As summer safety. Should. Except I don't tell them all the details that I was in the toy <laughs> like, I did so guys, in. I had a friend one time. <laughs> but luckily my mom walked by a back window of our house and I saw guess saw, saw the little legs and came and saved my life. Oh my gosh. I could have been a goner. See, this is why our parents kind of have to lie. Yeah, to scare us from things. Yeah. Or like you every time you get in the pool without an adult. Don't. Death. Yeah. Every time you see a gun, even if you just see it. I'll tell you what I didn't do again after that. Put myself in tiny toys. No. Well, lessons learned then. That's why I like everything real big. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, some things. You pervert. (laughs) Some things are very small. Oh, man. Um, Another one of my, like, most talked about childhood memories with my sisters um, is my mom, although very overprotective, also had us when she was very young and so we would often watch shows like 90210 as a family (laughs) so appropriate (laughs) exactly you know we would um yeah so that was kind of part of our like routine yeah and I remember Megan and Chelsea had bunk beds and Megan pushed Chelsea off the bunk bed Ooh, she probably had it coming she probably did Chelsea was a little snarky back in the day And my mom was so pissed that she said, Megan, you do not get to watch 90210 tonight. <gasps> no, she didn't. And Megan was like, Mom, please. God, don't. I don't know what happens to Donna. Take my food, but don't take my 90210. Please. 
And so I was the third. And so like Megan and Chelsea were really close and I was always just like the one trailing behind like, hey guys. <laughs> and I remember Megan came in my room. She's like, we're running away. Like, and I was like, hell yeah, we hell are. Yeah. If you're not watching 90210, I'm out too. <laughs> and she's like, you pack. And so. I'll get snacks. You just yeah. pack our stuff. So we packed a huge ass Land's End bag full of shoes. You had a Land's End bag? My That's dad. My dad. Did. He was not happy. Why didn't you have crepes then? Well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> if I had Land's End, well, we didn't have money for everything. Okay. Spent it all in the bag. <laughs> And so we took off and with our bag full of shoes, we didn't even have snacks. Like I was like, Megan, this was not well thought out, but I was just happy to be on the adventure. You know, that she finally included you. You're talking to me. This is exciting. (laughs) And we ended up going in like our backyard. We had a lot of woods. Um, And like the cops were called. My mom was like, who called Going the cops? Your mom, mom did? What do you think? Mom, love you. But... It was Chelsea. Yeah. And the cops were called. We had like search parties. We were in the backyard. You are in the backyard the whole well, time? I mean, we like heard people calling us. And Megan was like, Ashley, shut up. Just was it like Forrest Gump? We were like, dear God, make me a bitch. I, I was. So, like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, listen, I want to watch 90210. This is BS. Yeah, I didn't I, get in trouble. I am not having fun with you outside, Megan. Yeah. And so our neighborhood boy found us and I think. We ultimately got to watch 90210 when we got home. Because she was so thankful you were alive. How stupid. All you ever need to do to get what you want is to scare the shit out yeah. of your parents. Yeah, exactly. Make them think you could have been a goner. Luckily, the woods were safer than any man on a motorcycle, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Can't trust the motorcycle, no. but you can definitely trust dark God woods. God knows. Trust the woods where creepers live. <laughs> well, speaking of deciding you are going to run away... <laughs> We have all been there. I well, I didn't run away. I convinced my brother to run away. Yes. It's probably one of my most proud moments. Oh my gosh! So being that Zach and I are five years apart, I just couldn't stand him when we were little. Yeah, he's one of my closest friends now, but it just took so long. And really, he was cramping my style. He came in <laughs> and he took the vibe. He took my like only child life and he ruined it. Yeah, it was pure bliss before that. It was. I mean, everyone <laughs> wanted to hang out with me. However, you were able to use his toys. <laughs> in the pool <laughs> didn't work out well for you but uh but at one point in time zach was a little kid i mean i i would say he i don't know if he had started kindergarten yet Aww. but so that made me probably 10 or so and i was supposed to be watching him don't ever leave me to watch no. zach i don't mm-hmm. like him <laughs> If by watch you mean murder. to me, I feel like this is all my parents' fault. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. Like you shouldn't have left me. I in think charge all of these that. stories ultimately really are our parents' <laughs> fault. <laughs> but so I was left to watch Zach. So I spent my time doing something very creative and very productive, and I convinced him he was adopted. Oh my gosh, Jesse! And oh. so by the end of it, Zach is crying. Naturally. Because he believes his he's whole adopted. life is a lie. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, and, but what I convinced him of was, you don't really belong here. You have another family. Wouldn't you like to find them? He was like, what do you think I ought to do? I was like, if I were you, I'd go find them. I'd leave. <laughs> Honestly, they probably want you a hell of a lot more than we do here. Listen, <laughs> you're a burden to these people here. <laughs> yes. So, but once we can, oh, well, gosh. once I, I don't know why I said we, uh, I don't have a mouse in my pocket. <laughs> But once I convinced him he ought to go find his family, I actually helped him pack. I cannot eat. Like, at what? There was no point that you thought, uh, 
this is a bad idea. She probably stop doing this. No, I thought this is the greatest idea of my life, and I'm about know. to be an only child again. My, my parents, parents aren't going to care at all. <laughs> They're not going to be mad that they lost one kid. They're going to be tickled. And I mean, well, cheaper. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Zach eats a lot. <laughs> always have, always will. Oh, but so we packed a wagon. We had a couple of snacks, clean underwear. I felt like I really set him out with all the things he could possibly need. Oh, man. But he, he actually left down the road. I didn't go with him. I cannot even wrap my head around the but fact. what's funny is like you just think now about how unsafe ultimately that is and how lucky we are. I am, I guess, that we lived on such a kind of secluded street. He probably couldn't even see when he was walking because he was crying so hard. Fine by me. (laughs) So many tears. (laughs) (laughs) But so my parents came to me and they're like, you know, like, where's Zach? Like, genuinely, I don't know. (laughs) He could be halfway across Canada by now. Hopefully homeboy is all the way to Timbuktu. With his new family. Couldn't find him. So then my parents went into panic mode and I explained. <laughs> Shocking. I, I explained Zach has left the building. I don't know why he got an itch that he had another family. But, so we go on a hunt for him and like we're running around calling were out. Were you nervous names. at any point? I was never scared. <laughs> I honestly couldn't care less. If my parents didn't make me go look for him, I'd have gone inside and watched TV. You probably weren't even calling his name. Just, but, so we found him. At the end of the street. So we lived on one end. We found him at the opposite end of the street, which was relatively long. And he was sitting <laughs> sitting under a bush, crying with his wagon. Snacks were already eaten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, and, like, he totally ratted me out. And he said, well, just... Just convince me. Or he didn't say convince. Just got me to run away, find my family. You're just like, no, I didn't. I was so grounded. Well, yeah. I still don't understand why I got grounded. I no, I don't do anybody a favor. Zach was going to find his real oh family, which, by the way, Zach, have you found him yet? <laughs> anybody out there, out there, out there. <laughs> and I thought I was doing my parents a favor because then you only have one kid to focus on. Yeah, but how sad would your later years have been without... <laughs> sad. She said, oh, she couldn't even talk. She was so overcome with emotion. <laughs> Zach, I love you so much. My bestest you're, friend. You're a beautiful, beautiful blessing. Oh, man. The things we do to our siblings. Oh, I know. Really, my siblings were worse to me than I was, but I wasn't the oldest. Yeah. There's I probably, mean, we could do probably a whole podcast on sibling and like, rivalry and yes, just where you fall in your birth oh, line and how that dictates yeah. how you treat each other. All I ever got were like Barbies with no hair because they had cut it and like one leg, one arm. Aww. Anytime they talked to me, I was like, it is a good day. And I'm a treat. <laughs> uh, Zach just mainly tinkered with everything and would come in my room and like break my stuff not on yeah. purpose but mm-hmm. just because that's what he does yeah that's how kind of how my brother was he would like put butter knives under the door in the bathroom when i was in there <laughs> tell me don't gonna, come out tell me he was gonna kill me and my friends if we drank the oval teen oh, a lot of weird stuff he, he was a little bit of a psycho looking back maybe a little bit of a sociopath should we have been concerned yeah um maybe oh this is my favorite story it's not your favorite it, story Vivian. Mm-hmm. So last week we talked a little bit about the lies our parents told us. And my parents, I feel like, set me up for this one. So we moved from the city, big city, to the country. 
and they wanted us to fit in, and so they let me join 4-H. Let me join. What a what treat, a treat. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> oh, you were lucky. Could you not have gotten me into, like, I don't, music or... What about, like, did they have the Girl Scouts? Mm, I don't know. If they did, probably a little too dangerous for this one. <laughs> well, don't they play with slingshots, guns? And knives. Oh, no. Angie would not have let me go there. You still have trauma from this. Uh, yeah. Well, so... My parents let me join 4-H, and I got a sheep, like a little sheep. A baby lamb? A baby lamb. And I was to raise this lamb and then show it at the fair. And so I named her her Vivian. She was my one and only friend. That's a beautiful name. Yeah, well, she was a classy chassis. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so she was like my only friend. She was so smart, and I heard heard, like sheep are supposed to be dumb. Yeah. She would... Like, jump the fence and wait for me by the bus stop. I would, like, sleep in her pen. It was gross. She smelled terrible. But (laughs) we were best friends. That's That's not Vivian's fault. That's just what you do. Well, so the time finally came that I had to show this sheep at the fair. And so you were you anticipating? That I was going to show her at the fair and everyone was going to see how cute she was. (laughs) We were going to go home. (laughs) Shit, what else would I think? Well, guess what, guys? That didn't happen. No, no, it didn't. We took her to the fair, and she was very cute, and she got lots of people interested people in her. People loved her. She was thick, and Cr- people liked that. I guess blazer. She was sweet, and people kept raising their hands, bidding, and I was like, she is a dime. I know this, guys. I raised this little girl. <laughs> and then as we were getting ready to leave, they're like, you can't take her with you. And I was like, okay, yeah. This makes me sad every time. And... They were like, no, she was sold for her meat. Oh, jeez, Louise. And my parents say that they tried to get her back, but I think it's BS. Oh. I mean, I got like $800 for it, but that wasn't worth our friendship. What Did, did you get to spend the $800? I did. Idea? What I did you spend it on? <clears throat> I got a puppy. You did? Yeah, but she was dumber than a box of rocks. You should have bought crepes. I I'm still like, oh my God. Damn it, I missed my opportunity. But so anyway, they, they I took think Vivian. They took her, yeah. They took her to, like, oh, not to the farm, I'm assuming. Well, the they farm still that tried our to, parents told They still tried about. to convince me that there was a chance when they got her, they realized she was actually a tame sheep and kept her. And I was like, I don't think that's the way these witches bump that, they did not. I kid you not. I did not talk to my parents for a full week. Well, that's heartbreaking. I still, occasionally, will just look at them and be like, you know what? I don't forgive you. Because I feel like as a parent, you should have done more research. Oh my gosh. You I didn't should... have asked Jeeves back then. This... No I didn't kidding. have access. Well, this was your pet. She... Yeah. You were not a kid, like Mm-mm. you said, that grew up working a farm where you understood no. these things. Like you you moved to the middle of nowhere and, and you I... got a pet. I don't understand people that can raise animals and then, I mean, I guess if you're going to I don't know. I still have like trauma eating lamb. We know. We know. Well, <laughs> Again, when we were in Greece, some of the best food we had was on this little island, and it was lamb. And Ed and I were just... It was still too fresh. We were loving it. And that's when I first found out about Vivian, because Ashley was like, I cannot. Mm -mm. And she was almost a little upset that we had it at the table. (laughs) Sorry. No, I mean, it felt fair once I heard the story. Oh, gosh. That's probably my biggest trauma. But then what about... I think it was your birthday in Savannah? Yeah. We had been been out... (laughs) Uh, all night we had had I don't know one or two or ten drinks just a handful and it was time to get some food on the way home 
And, and Ashley, we went into this restaurant. She ordered a euro, mm-hmm. and you scarf that euro yeah. down. But it was almost like afterwards, it was like she had blacked out, and she was like, "Was it lamb?" Yeah, I guess I didn't understand that most euro meat is lamb. Yeah, I was like it tasted like delicious beef. <laughs> it was so soft. I was like, I think I got the beef right. Everyone's like, "No, you ate lamb." I was like, "God, no, Vivian, <laughs> forgive me." Uh, anytime there's lamb on a menu. Yeah. We all have to have a moment of silence. R.I.P. Vivian. We pour a little out for her every yeah, time. Yeah, we do. Every time. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that is a traumatic story. Yeah, I'm still pissed about it. Yeah. I'll never do that to my kids. Larry and Angie. Jerks. <laughs> yeah, big old jerks. Well, my parents, I, they didn't tra- traumatize me by selling my pet, but... <laughs> They did traumatize me in other ways. Of course like, they did. That's what parents do. <laughs> my parents, like, they still, like, will tell this story when I was probably three or so. Your like, dad told me this story the last time we hung out with him, and it was still funny. Was it? Was oh, it my good? gosh. Well, we like to camp. Yes. And so, um, you know, young young parents with their first child we went camping like tent camping and my dad when he tells a story uh it was really cold and I was up early and my dad was an early riser so he's getting up with me we're gonna try and let my mom sleep sweet kid yeah and so my dad grabs my coat and he gets me outside the tent and he's putting the coat on me and he's zipping it up and he just zip and he zipped my neck right oh up my the god in the zipper and so I immediately scream bloody murder. Well, mama's up now. Yeah, she's up. Oh my and god. And so I love, but I do love when they tell the story because so funny. it's kind of like my mom was going to come out and show my dad <laughs> Save what was the day. up. Yeah, like how could you, Jerry? God, do you, you even z- love our kids? Zipped her neck up in it. You are just, you're she's so She's a care- damn turkey. You're so, care- so careless. <laughs> and so my mom gets up, she comes out. She's probably frustrated by it. And so she's like, I'll just put her coat on her. And so my mom goes to put my coat on me. <laughs> Immediately zips my neck also in the coat. Again, a second time Jesse's neck is zipped up in the coat. Can we maybe confirm you need a bigger size? <laughs> Could we also just slow down when we're zipping? Oh my God. I think it's so funny when they tell it though because oh. it, they really were. It was like one of those moments where you're just trying to be a good parent oh. and it just keeps, you just keep screwing it up on accident. I feel like they had to have looked at each other and just been like, we've already ruined this one. There's no going back. And I felt unsafe. <laughs> you want a s'more? We know it's only 6.30. I'll just, I'll just be cold. Just don't put my coat on me. And this is why Jesse has to wear coats. And so from now on, I don't wear shoes. I don't wear coats. Oh my gosh. See... Our parents really, I mean, the trauma's real. Yours is physical, mine's emotional. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, truthfully, we have to say, like, our parents were doing the best they could. I think that's all parents ever do. That's even why they lie so much to their kids. Because it's like, I want you to be safe. And and I want to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. And that means I have to lie to you. A lot. And if I'm not lying to you, then... There's things I don't know, though. I um, think... Yeah. We look at our parents like... They're kind of these uh, these heroes that could do no wrong. And it's not until we've become adults <laughs> yeah. where you see, like, they didn't know what the I'm like, how did they you, were doing. Yeah, like, how did you even figure out how to do what you did? Yeah, I'm 32, and I can't even get my own zipper no. up now. <laughs> Goodness. 
poke myself every day. But you were trying to dress a child. That's scary. That was probably squirming around like a little wiggle worm. Yeah, Jesse, stand still. No, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, man. So, to our parents, we thank you. We know you just did your best. But we are still a little upset about a few things. We will but... never forgive you for the zipper and Vivian, if we're being honest. <laughs> However, we understand that there's probably some things that you couldn't have forced yes but you didn't know we would like to hear some of your funny because a few people shared some of their lies that their parents oh my told gosh that, it like, was so just good tickled me so i want to hear some of your childhood memories or even if you're a parent like mm-hmm. some of the stuff that your kids have gotten into that are so good that are just gonna tickle us like <clears throat> just for example i love i love kid stories and I get a lot of them being that I work in a school but that needs to be a whole (laughs) podcast speaking of well I have such a terrible memory I wish that in the last 10 years that I've worked in schools like even when I was interning and things like I wish I had written down in a book Mm -hmm. the stories as they happened (laughs) or worn a GoPro because there's so much stuff where I'm like that was such a funny story yes um but anyway last week (laughs) a teacher came to me she was like you will never believe what happened a kid just openly peed in a trash can today (laughs) i was like what why why we have bathrooms why would he do that why not (laughs) well and it's because he lives out kind Mm -hmm. of on a farm on land and his parents allow him to pop a squat as he calls it (laughs) yes which no shame in that i I, I totally get it you're out like in the open if i could i would but i just loved like as a parent like that phone call you probably get where you're like yeah no your kid whipped it out and he peed in a trash can well that makes sense I guess I'm going to have mm-hmm. to start maybe correcting some of that behavior. I didn't realize I'd have to, but I guess I have to. I thought it was known that it was just okay home behavior. Again, an example of a time he didn't self-correct like yes, you suggested. See, <laughs> see, self-correction. We assume they're going to do it, but never assume. No, never. So the story goes. So tell us your stories. Share them with us. Yes. To be young again. To be young and carefree. Yeah. Uh, but on that note, I think that wraps it up. And thanks for listening. And we will catch you on the flip side. Flippity flop. Flippity flop. Peace out.